The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, O On the first day of the week, Mary of Magdala came to the tomb early in the morning, while it was still dark, and saw the stone removed from the tomb. So she ran and went to Simon Peter and to the other disciple whom Jesus loved, and told them, They have taken the Lord from the tomb, and we don't know where they put him. So Peter and the other disciple went out and came to the tomb. They both ran, but the other disciple ran faster than Peter and arrived at the tomb first. He bent down and saw the burial cloth there, but did not go in. When Simon Peter arrived after him, he went into the tomb and saw the burial cloth there, and the cloth that had covered his head, not with burial cloth, but rolled up in a separate place. Then the other disciple also went in, the one who had arrived at the tomb first, and he saw and believed. For they did not yet understand the scripture that he had to rise from the dead. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. <clears throat> On the first day of the week, when it was still dark. This reminds us of the story of the creation of the world in the book of Genesis, when in his very first word, God says, let there be light. So today is a day of new creation, a new life, a new beginning, a new light, the light of the risen Christ. Mary of Magdala came to the tomb. She is moved by love. She doesn't care about the judgment or even the danger to be associated with the crucified Jesus. Her love is what guides her. So large is her love that there's no space even for fear. The stone door is removed from the tomb. The, the tomb is a fortress of death, uh, a stone fortress of death. And this fortress of death is, is vanquished. Its door is now wide open. And in another gospel, there's even an angel sitting on the 
on the door saying, this, I, I possess this place. Mary of Magdala runs. To whom would she run? Who can she trust? Those who share the same love for Jesus, those she can trust. Trust stems from love. Peter and John, the two disciples who seem to love Jesus most, she's going to tell them. So Peter and John went out. They went out, meaning they were probably in containment, like most of us are now. They were probably not wanting too much to go out and expose themselves in this time of suspicion against the disciples of Jesus. But now they too run. They run to the tomb. Running in haste has a big advantage. You look forward and you don't look back. You don't really care of what is behind. So this is a great example for our spiritual life when we are tempted to look back on ourselves, to lament and contain ourselves in ourselves. Moving forward is a great remedy. They have taken the Lord from the tomb, said Mary to them. None of them, neither Mary of Magdala, nor Peter, nor John, seem to have in mind the possibility of the resurrection. John arrives first, but let Peter enter first. And we see that often in the Gospel of St. John, the primacy of St. Peter. John lets Peter first. They see the clothes still there, and the cloth that had covered the head of Jesus rolled up in a separate, separate place. Thieves would not have done that. They would not have taken the pain to take off the cloth and roll them apart. Especially when the body of Jesus was buried, St. John said, uh, with 100 pounds of aloes and myrrh that Joseph of Arimathea brought, and that was tied with strips. That would have made untying very long to do. The body of Jesus is not there. The stone of the tomb is open. The burial clothes are there. Everything is in order. John saw and believed. John loved Jesus and trusted Jesus very much. He kept the secret of who the traitor was. He with Mary was at the foot of the cross, not understanding, but trusting that what Jesus was allowing was what had to happen. He understood that he shouldn't interfere with God's mystery. Now the light of the resurrection is shed on all these events. Jesus is risen, and what Jesus announced to them now makes sense, and the scripture can be fully understood. Christ had to rise from the dead. How did John come to believe? By his trust and love for Jesus, by his knowledge for scripture, of scriptures. So we too are called in the light of the resurrection, 
to be attentive to the signs that God gives us in our life, signs through which Jesus tells us, I am present with you now, today, I am risen and you are called to rejoice in my life. Today, Jesus is risen and gives us his life. It is a new beginning. Today is not the end of Lent. It is the first day of a new life. A life that cannot be buried behind a door of stone. A life that cannot be tightened by stripes limiting movement. Lazarus rose bound with stripes and had to be untied. Jesus rose completely free, and the stripes and ties were left by themselves. What are these stripes, ties of darkness, judgments, fears that God caused me to leave in the tomb today? Jesus caused us to rise with him of his resurrection. We died with him at our baptism. We died to sin. And we religious even died twice. We died another time again for our religious consecration. And we died to ourselves, that was our will, in order to let Christ live in us. So St. Paul tells us, you have died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. Today the new beginning. Let us seek what is above and think of what is above. What are my thoughts? What do I direct my mind to? If I direct my thoughts to what is above, and that includes very practically my everyday actions infused by charity, then when Christ's all life appears, we will appear with him in glory. Jesus, I welcome your love and your life. Thank you for your gift of self, your gift of life, of light, of hope, of courage. Free me from all evil. Fill me of your life. Help me to be a witness in my everyday life. Today is a new beginning. Thank you for your presence, your love and your life.